Three, two, one. Arr, welcome back. My beer's oh, already open. All right. Yeah. Um, so today we've got Richie with us. Hello. My buddy Richie. He's been on before. I have. Um, some pretty big changes in his life recently, though. Mm-hmm. I, I just found out my girlfriend is pregnant. Yeah. And your dad said you needed to get married. And my dad, immediately, that was the first thing. We told him about it. He's been hounding me for a grandchild for a while. And, like, we kind of surprised him with it. He kind of, like, put his hands on his head and he went, we got to get married? That was the first thing he said. Like, not congratulations or I'm so excited, but you're a piece of shit, Richie. You're not married, pretty much. And and so in, in regards to this uh, new development in your life, I have this for you. Oh, shit. So. Um, I just want you to and I'll open that. Richie opens the envelope staring at me. He opens it slowly, still staring at Caden. He slowly just puts his it. finger in and rips into the just, envelope. Just open it, please. He slowly pulls it out. Ah. <laughs> he op- oh. <laughs> you made a human. Not yet. Congratulations! Now I can call you motherfucker. It'll mean something. <laughs> yes. Could you repeat that into the mic a little more? What does oh, yeah. it say? It says, "Congratulations! Now I can call you motherfucker, and it'll mean something." All right. Dallas, <laughs> Dallas you're a true friend. I know. I, know. I want you to great. hold on to that card. I will. <laughs> This card, I will give this card to my child when he's old enough or she's yeah. old enough to know what it means. What do you think Cecily's response to that card would be? Um, I don't know. She's kind of different now she, that she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. I mean, your har- hormones and everything change. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's hard to say what she's going to say about anything. Um, uh, but to be honest, I am jealous of you. I really want a mini me. You want a mini you? Yeah. I mean,. I'm excited. I just wish I had, you know, a job. Um, That'd be nice. You'll find a way to make it work. I know. I've got a few months still. Well, and not just that. Like, I don't know, man. Parents are fucking superhuman when it comes to that, in my opinion. But, yeah, I I really, I saw that and I was like, I have to get him this card. Yeah. It's a baby on the front and it says, yeah. congratulations. And it says, you made a human. And then you open up it up and it says, congratulations. And I added my own little, like... Yeah, a little Dallas twist. So if Cecily weren't pregnant and she saw that comment, do you think she'd be... She would giggle. Yeah? For sure. She, okay. would, she would giggle a little uncontrollably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, good. So so maybe wait until she's had the baby. Yeah. <laughs> to, to show I don't know. I'll, I'll show it to her now. You know, Usually it's just best to roll the dice. You know? <laughs> it's like sometimes she gives... I mean, she, she's a pretty cool person, but I do know like... Pregnancy hormones really fuck with a person. Yeah. Like, hardcore. They change the person's entire perspective on every little thing that happens. Oh, yeah. And on me. Like, I... I mean, I... Like, I mean, I'm... She's going through a really rough time, so I really have to, like, bite my lip in a lot of things. But every little thing that I do seems to bother, bother you know like every single thing well i'm i'm not even pregnant with your kid and that happens well you know fuck you <laughs> and all that shit no um but yeah so it's like it's just yeah so i just don't know how she's gonna react like 
I told her a joke that I I know she she would laugh at before the other day, and she's like, "That's fucking gross." You know, you You're know sick. what? I'm like, Good. you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna have this kid. A couple months are gonna go by, and she's probably gonna apologize for the way she acted, or that's, she's just gonna forget it happened. One of the two. Yeah, but I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, what I the, think is gonna the happen. The thing that you have to understand and accept is just that, like, the next you you guys are at nine weeks. Yeah. So the next seven months, probably actually eleven weeks. But okay, so yeah, I mean, like the next six to seven months are gonna be a fucking roller coaster, mm-hmm. and you just have to be able to live with that. But all right, um, I'm I'm slowly coming to terms with it. At first, I I it was not well received. Right, her being this way was not well received by me. You know, I was being kind of a dick in retrospect, but I was being treated pretty poorly. And I just so, didn't realize what was going on. So Yeah, but now that you know. So it yeah. was before you guys found out she was pregnant. Well, it's so it kind of started then, but then it was after we found out she was pregnant. But I just I guess I'm just I just was kinda ignorant to like how it changes a person. Oh know? yeah, dude. Pregnancy, um, from what little I know about it through nursing school just wreaks fucking havoc. Yeah. On not on just your body, but your hormones, your fucking brain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some women that come out of it with diabetes and hypertension. Like, whoa, yeah, it's it is a big fucking change. Yeah, not just in the fact that you have like another person you have to keep alive now, but like for the women specifically, I want a kid, but I don't know if I want to put my wife through the <laughs> the yeah. pregnancy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean. It, most but I'm totally willing it. to. Like I'm my totally little willing. my little sister actually, uh, she after she found out she, like even after talking to Cecily about like her morning sickness and how like emotional she is all the time, my little sister was like, "I really want a child." I was like, "How? Like, like to me, it seems like that's crazy. Why would I want to like poison myself?" But um, it's a biological drive, right? So, like, she wants to have one of these children regardless of all of those consequences, you know? Right. And I want her to have – well, I kind of want my little sister to have a, a, a child, you know, because – And then you want to beat up the guy that made it happen. No, because she's yeah. married. As long – I don't know, actually. Her husband doesn't seem too stoked on having one, so okay. who knows? <laughs> who knows? But, yeah, so, I mean, like, it's one of those things. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I see, like, these little kids out and about, like, when I'm out, like, doing stuff today. Like, I was writing a paper in a coffee shop today, and this woman came in, and she had, like, a maybe, like, a five-year-old daughter with her that was just, like, running around with a balloon having the best fucking time in the world. And I was like, dude, I want that in my life. <laughs> yeah. <right>. So. <laughs> Children, well, I mean, I've been substitute teaching lately to, like, supplement my income. Right. And I, don't, I exclusively do elementary schools because high school kids... You, I don't know. I don't you know. You might how choke they, them out. I, I might. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, I, I'm pretty. I I have a pretty like solid temper, right? But until it's not, you know, like once I pushed over the edge, it's just like okay, I'm seeing red now. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm right, just gonna right. go for it. I'll yell at a child, <laughs> but so. but children can't really get to me that way. But like, yeah, elementary school is awesome. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Recess. Uh, well yeah they're like but like the kids are just so curious and they're like they uh they love to play they have great imaginations they're fun to talk to you know what i'm saying yeah they haven't lost all hope for life yet exactly (laughs) they're they're and it's actually surprisingly not difficult to get them to refocus right 
Depending, like, you know, if they're, like, past, like, first or second grade. It's pretty easy to just be like, hey, pay attention. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, most of the time. So, so which schools are you uh, subbing at? Um, so, I work for, I work for uh, Weber County. Okay. And I work for, uh, there's this app called Ready to Teach. Um, maybe you guys go get advertisement, advertisement on this one. But it's, a, it's an app for private schools and charter schools, you know. Okay, okay. And so they, um, uh, like I, so I just like pull up the app and I look through for jobs that like charter schools put up and then I just, it's kind of con- contract work. Okay. So it's kind of like the Uber of, uh, substitute teaching. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, it, as a substitute teacher, what is your favorite form of capital punishment? If they step out of line, you know, maybe a kid br- breaking crayon, uh, you know, do you, Tasers. Tasers? Yeah, and they run around the classroom. They, they, oh, he yeah, tasered well, me. And they're, and they're actually pretty fast. So you got to get the ones that you shoot out, like the strings. Gotcha. Yeah, the, they, like, uh, yep. Like, the, that's, a, that's a taser. Yeah. Yep. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they hit the ground, man. It's, they go to the principal's office like, oh, God, you tasered yeah. me. And it's like, shut up, dude. Principal, yeah. Principal give, gave, gives me the taser. They have tasers that come standard in each classroom. Okay. <laughs> they're just putting them in they're the book. <laughs> it's like the little turn the cards to go the green, the yellow, red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah, I know. And the, like the taser's sitting on my desk at all times, so they can see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a warning. Like yeah, here it is. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, you saw what happened to Jimmy, so don't do that again. <laughs> don't do what you're kind doing. Kind of pick it up and wave it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, great. I don't know. There's not. I can't really touch the children, so there's like no punishment I can really do. Okay. Apparently, it's not illegal. But I, I think it is grounds for termination. Different phrasing. Phrasing is a huge issue with what you just said. I'm not allowed to touch the children. Yeah, in any way though, it's actually a very valid phrase because I'm not allowed to. Good thing I'm not allowed to touch the children in a ne- in a like in that kind of way. But I can't like I can't I can barely high five children. That's like oh, all wow. I can do. That's it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Because my, my teacher, uh, my neighbor is a teacher. God damn. I was about to say my teacher is a neighbor. Um, my neighbor is a teacher, and she has kids come up and give her hugs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, it's different. So the teacher is someone that they, they trust, but I'm a sub, right? They don't know me. I'm just some random stranger who shows With up. With a burrito t- tattooed on With a burrito tattoo that I have to cover up. No. Oh. Really? I, I mean, I, yeah. They make you cover it up. They don't make me take out my gauges, though. Most schools, most schools are cool with it, but I just don't like take the chance. I just kind of cover it up anyway. Fair enough. For it. That's how I am with my tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, my battlefield cross hangs just slightly below my sleeve line. It's just the boots, but oh yeah, I I still wear Longer a long sleeve shirt underneath my scrub top. Well, this time of year, it's not so bad. Yeah, but when it's fucking 100 degrees outside, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are like, why are you wearing a long sleeve shirt? Because my school has rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Your school has a dress code? Um, when it comes to clinical practice. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, um, if I'm at clinical and I'm in the Weber State scrubs, I I have to have my tattoos covered. Oh, okay. And it... And I, I went up to my teacher and I like showed him my arm. I was like, even this? And they're like, even that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's literally just the bottom, maybe fifth of mm-hmm. my tattoo. Yeah. Just like, just enough to know it's there, but not enough to know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ugh. Well, I ruined a shirt the other day because I was treating a marine, and he was like, and I I found out about that, and I so I like ripped my undershirt apart to show it to him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, I was I was with three eight in Afghanistan, you know, uh, in support operations, part of the STP down there, and he was like, oh sweet dude, like he was pretty cool, but yeah, um. That shirt is no more now. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though, that you're so excited to be like, you're a Marine? Psh, got something for you. Check this out. Well, I, I was just talking to him because he was like, you know, like, what made you want to be a nurse? You know, this seems like a fucking horrible job. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I was a Navy corpsman for several years. And he's like, oh, really? Like, where were you at? And I said, well, I was with 1st Med Battalion, but I got farmed out to everybody like a like a whore mm-hmm. you know and he was like oh really and that's how it started and i was like yeah i was with 3a and he was like seriously and then i showed him my tat and i was like yeah 2011 my uh my buddy got killed by friendly fire 2012 my buddy got another friend of mine got killed by an ied 2013 a friend of mine got hit by a sniper um he's still alive but yeah just like the tons and tons of shit so Mm -hmm. and started talking to him about that and before i knew it i was behind on passing meds so oh nice that was fun Uh oh (laughs) yeah it wasn't that big of a deal it was mostly like uh pain medications it wasn't like uh i mean like pain medications are a big deal for someone that's in pain but it's not like it depends on the pain, though, right? Like, well, I was on the orthopedic floor, so all these people were coming out of ortho surgeries, like uh, knee replacements, spine fu- spinal fusions, ooh. and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And I didn't get too far behind. I was like maybe like ten minutes off. Yeah, but yeah. Oof, though, I mean, like, yeah, spinal fusions. Though, I'd imagine. Ugh. Oh yeah, we only had one guy up there with that, and he he was having a hard day. Yeah, it sounds like a rough time. So, I hope he didn't like touching your toes. <laughs> I don't think he could do that before. Fair enough. <laughs> Fuck, I couldn't even do that now, and I don't have a fused spine. <laughs> yeah, so. I can't either. I have to bend my knees. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. How's your, how's, uh, your work life been going? Your education been going? Cool. Are you choking um, to death? <laughs> do you need assistance? I'm trained. Uh, I'm sorry, how's my what been going? Cool, grab me another beer. What's the word? Do you want to try again? Um, how's your work life and education been going? It's been going it's it's been going. I was looking for the please word. The please word would grant oh, me. Oh really? Yeah. I've oh, never said that to you. Really? Hey, well, yeah. Please grab me. A I would love to, Richie. Oh, see, this is great. Hey, you could you could good. you make that times two, please? I would love to. I don't think I've ever said please to you, especially in regards to drinks. Why not? He gets belligerent when he's drunk. I don't really get belligerent. I just get. I mean, you're belligerent when demanding. you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> so just, get belligerent kind of doesn't make sense here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just get demanding, I <laughs> yeah. guess. You're just belligerent and worse when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
You think your super immediate supervisor is going to get the axe here soon, right? No, uh, I have to give my supervisor advice on how to fire somebody. Um, <laughs> and so this kid comes to work in sweatpants. He's been told, God damn it, Jacob, listen to my words. You fuck. <laughs> no one, no one likes you leave now because I think you should jump off the third story. Actually. Okay. That's I think you should jump off the fourth story. I'm so done with you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. Go fuck your mother. I'm so done with you, dude. That's it. And back to fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> The oh, kid geez. pisses me off. He's, I don't think I've heard about this Jacob before. Oh my yeah, wow. fuck, dude. What's He's his from, last name? Uh, what does it start with? Well, there's this other guy named Strupp. Um, it's the lower half of his body. His first name's Jacob. Um, but he's a fuck face, dude. I'm so fucking done with him. I swear to God, dude. I'm sick of him. He's from Missouri. Fuck the Cardinals. They're losing. Good. Um, That's true. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They run up to the World Series. They've lost against the wild card twice. No, this dude just comes. He comes in. Is he a Cardinals fan? Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Like like a true baseball fan or just like I grew up in the area? So he he like, grew up in the area and then he's like, he talks to himself. He chants. He... uh he does like these, I don't know. You'll because just I'm, a, I'm a jazz fan in the fact that I grew up in the... Sure. Area. He just sits there and he goes, You just hear him in his cubicle and like, okay, that's probably concerning. So, Have you tried tranquilizers? Um, you know, we tried him once and he... <laughs> no, he's... Too fat? No, he's very skinny. He's very skinny. Sometimes I don't see him. Sometimes I walk by his cubicle and be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to do a double take. Nice. But... <clears throat> He's uh, he's able, dude. He's able to freaking, I don't know. He can show up. That's a good thing. I'll say a positive thing about him. He shows up. On time. Uh, yeah, he shows up on time and he's there. But I'll tell you what. He'll say, let's say you're on like uh, he's on a call. Is this right? the guy that leaves like right when his shift ends? Yeah. So he hang, he'll hang up on a customer and just fucking leave. <laughs> Whoa! All like, right. You gotta give you gotta give him that. That's a really ball ballsy ass move. But he doesn't. It's like it's not correlating because he gets caught doing it, and he's like, "Oh, I'll never do it again." And he does it the next day. Yeah. It's like Jacob, so, don't wear track pants to work. He's like, "I'm so sorry." Next day it comes in, and I tr I tell my supervisor, I'm like, "Dude, he's playing a mental game with you. He's seeing how far you're pushing the line. Yeah, and you're letting him get away." Because my boss would be like, "No more sweatpants. If someone comes in tomorrow with sweatpants on, I'm sending you home." comes in the next day Doesn't i'm just going to talk to him so well that's that, no, that that's a leadership home. problem yeah there. that's a leadership problem for sure yeah sounds like no. jacob kind of sucks jacob still. sucks jake is my direct supervisor i love you jake but um you suck too no i love you jake but get rid of get rid of jacob or fucking send him home just like actually do the discipline yeah. that you yeah. say yeah he started cancer jacob started cancer what and that's mean? all what do you what? mean? You mean that he invented like he's it? He's the and root like cause of all cancer. People cancer, syphilis, hepatitis, whatever. He's all of them. Okay. Wow. Like seriously, wow. you just do not get along with this guy. What happened? Did he? Um, did he touch did you he, inappropriately? Did he credit card swipe your butt? No, it's funny because I'll, <laughs> I'll hear him just mumble in his little cubicle, 
and uh, he'll talk shit like Blake. It'd be like there's a wall right here between me and Richie. He's like, I fucking hate Richie. I fucking hate him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the team lead. I'm going to do it. No. No, he's like talks to himself like that, and I'm sitting here like, and I've jumped in. Has he been assessed for schizophrenia? I I don't know. And I pop in, and I'm like, "What was that?" He's like, "Oh, nothing." Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll pop in. Uh, I I went to my supervisor. I'm like, "Hey, let's go have a chat with him." So me, my supervisor, and Jacob go into this little room, and I'm like, (laughs) "Jacob." (laughs) <laughs> Dude, you're like right I love that this is taking a Rick and Morty. Morgan J- <laughs> like Morty, 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 Jacob. So, <laughs> I love that it's taking a Rick Sanchez turn. I really do. I don't know. I'm very much the same as Dallas, and I'll confront the issue. It, yeah. No matter if it makes people uncomfortable. That's what I do, too. I, so, I yelled at somebody. And actually, I didn't actually take them in a room. I yelled at one of my employees because he kept showing up late. Yeah. And uh, I I got in trouble. Fuck really? Well, of course. <laughs> of course I did. Dude, that's the one thing I miss about the military. You could just walk into a room and fucking randomly yell at somebody and walk out and no one gave a shit. <laughs> and the person could be sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Like, I've never even seen that guy before. And, like, everyone would be like, well, I guess, like, that E5's pissed off at this guy for some reason. <laughs> and so, so it would be, like, the lower-ranking the lower ranking officials fall, right? Yeah. Every time, regardless. Yeah. And, like, you didn't even have to know the person. You could just walk into a room and be like, where's Smith at? Because there's always someone named Smith in a fucking company. <laughs> And they'd be like, oh, he's over there. Hey, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and, and then you leave and like everyone in the company is like, dude, Smith, what was that about? And he's like, I don't know. I've never seen that fucking guy before. <laughs> yeah, it's just rough. It's just fucking rough. Yeah, go for it. Awesome. Uh, so these are new. Yeah, they're they're eight milligrams. So they're about as strong as a cigarette, I would oh, say. Jesus. All right. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, he's. Fuck that guy. Oh, oh, speaking of cigarettes, um, with this pregnancy thing. I quit smoking as well. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Cecily, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean. Dude, I've seen women smoke while they're pregnant. Well, yeah, as I know. As bad as it is, but I've seen it happen. I mean, I, but like, that's the thing. We, she kind of doesn't want to take any chances. I don't. Oh, of I, course. I'm very thankful for that. Right, yeah, like yeah. we were in Napa, right? And most places, most doctors kind of say that you can have a glass of wine here uh, and there, here and there, right? And so that was the only place that she really had a glass of wine, right? Right. And I think she only had two the entire time. We went there for a wedding. She didn't even have a glass of the wine at the wedding. Yeah. Well, right? I, I she had some. Oh, she had a glass of champagne, but that was the cheers. That was the toast. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that was it. So. And you guys were aware of the pregnancy at that time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, and it's one of those things, it's like, so uh, at the very beginning, um, uh, we were probably like three or four weeks in. We didn't know about it. And we were at another wedding and we got fucking tanked like all weekend. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Hopefully that doesn't cause any issues. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, it's early enough in the pregnancy. We don't know. Right. Yeah, so so my 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 only concern with that being is um so that, like the if if a deformity takes place earlier on in pregnancy mm-hmm. or like an issue um you have fewer cells to mitigate the damage. 
So, like, when you're in that first stage, say if you have two cells and one of them gets mutated, mm-hmm. that means 50% of the rest of the cells are going to be mutated. Oh, shit. Does that make sense? So, fetal alcohol syndrome is, like, is way more likely earlier on than I take it? It can be. Damn it. Um... The biggest thing uh, that I would concern myself with is uh, neural tube defects and and stuff like that, which is all folic acid and like taking proper prenatal care. Yeah. The the important thing is, um, once you find out, yeah, is just doing the right thing from the point you find out forward. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people won't even know they're pregnant until about the third week. Oh. Period. No. So. Well, and that's and that's. Part of the reason also why we're just taking extra precaution. She's taking extra precaution, right? For a while, we heard about uh, there's a, I forget what the name of the disease is, but it's carried by lunch meat and hot dogs. Okay. Um, and for a while there, she didn't eat hot dogs or lunch meat at all. Okay. And finally, we finally got a good OBGYN, right? Oh, yeah. And you told lady, me you were having issues with one of them. God, the other guy was such a doofus. He, like, like, Got the one and was like looking at the child, right? Uh-huh. I was like, huh, there's something wrong here. Because we thought we were at eight weeks when we weren't. We were like five, right? We were much earlier on. He's like, huh, there's something There's something wrong here. There's right. a problem. It's like, uh. What's the problem? What's the problem? It's like, you're you're not as developed as you should be. It looks like you're much soon, earlier on. It's like, could we just be not as far along as we thought? Oh, yeah, that's possible. It's like, then why the fuck didn't you just say that? Like, <laughs> you know, like. And so he's like, "Well, we gotta take blood tests anyway." I'm like, "Well, yeah, clearly, but yeah, like, gotta get those sh- HCG levels and figured out." And yeah, shit. yeah. And it was like, and it was just, I don't know. It, it was, he was just kind of he was googling shit when we'd ask him questions, right? And we were like, "We can Google shit." Like Dude, that, that. <laughs> like, come on. How old is your doctor? So the previous one, he was like in his 40s or 50s. Really? Yeah, he was he was up there. Because. You get any resident nowadays, mm-hmm. they're fucking constantly on the computer, dude. Oh, any, yeah. Anyone that's a, um, got an MD of any kind below the age of 40 nowadays, mm-hmm. constantly on the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that that's a bad thing because they have... Um, they know access. where to go. Well, not only that, they have access to peer-reviewed journals. You're right, right, right. That right. you and I would have to spend probably ten, tens, if not hundreds, of dollars on a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. because of their professional license, they're allowed to like just access those sites. Well, and they yeah, for but... people with professional licenses, like even in geology, if I get my professional li- license, like I can sign up for. Uh, peer-reviewed journals. I still actually have access to peer-reviewed journals for the next year at, at the U, right? For free in most most places. But like, right. but uh, all of the prof- all of like you know geologists, <coughs> you can just sign up for like a monthly subscription, right? It's like forty bucks a month, and it's since it's worked for, used for work, you could probably deduce it on taxes anyway. Yeah, or get your work to pay for it, or get your work to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Usually, yeah. and a lot of works have access to these journals anyway, as and, long as they're not proprietary. And and that's how um, modern medicine is, but it, it is really disconcerting to patients to have their physician sit in front of them and be like yeah typing shit up on the computer and being like what does google have to say about this well it's like i can google shit (laughs) yeah dude well 
okay, pump the brakes. Yes, I'm Googling shit, but it's like through Harvard Medicine. Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, and it, it just bothered us because of his, like, the rest of his bedside manner sucked, right? We finally got the good OBGYN by happenstance because it turns out her insurance only covered this other one. But she turns out to be better anyway. So we went to her and she was like, oh, no, you can have lunch meat and hot dogs. You just have to make sure they're really well cooked. And Cecily lives practically on lunch meat and hot dogs. So yeah, it was like she so seems like a pretty busy person. Yeah. Well, I mean, she just loves those those things. So immediately we went to Costco and got a hot dog. <laughs> She's like, I haven't had hot dogs in two months. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, well, it. it it's really nice though to hear that somebody's actually like, I, and not to say that most people don't, but I've I've seen a fair share of people that are like, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm gonna continue to smoke. Oh no, or I'm gonna continue to fucking do this or that. Oh, dude, know? and you know me and Cecily, we smoke like chimneys. Yeah, you know? not anymore though. No, these are these are real. Honestly, if you've not used these before, I've used Zin packets. They're very similar. Yeah, they're very similar. The only reason I switched to these was they came in a little bit stronger. Yeah, and uh, they're a, a little bit cheaper, and they come with twenty in per per thing. I'm I'm actually excited to see what the um, like science on these comes back with. Right? Yeah, me too. Because it's all it's just purified nicotine. Right. I don't know what the powder is. I wonder. Uh, I don't know if a nicotine necessarily. I mean, nicotine's not necessarily good for you. So it's actually it's a nootropic. Like, like, it's it, like caffeine, though. Uh, right. It's a nootropic. Actually, nicotine by itself is the. You to, have nicotinic receptors in your brain. Yeah. yeah. The, to this day, this is the only most powerful drug that we know of. Like that's naturally produced. That's a naturally reproduced thing in nature. Mm -hmm. That is. Uh, it's the most beneficial, like, mind-sharpening substance that we know of. Oh, really? Yeah, and if you look at a lot of even modern science behind nicotine, it's not necessarily bad. The carcinogens within cigarettes is the bad thing. Also, the combustion of vape is up in the air. Also, though, the, Literally. Each, each one of these brands has their own proprietary blend, right? So I'm kind of curious as to, like... Yeah, I'm curious to see the science on it. I want to see it. I'm excited for it. I know that I don't, I don't take these packets, like, ever... Yeah. Right. I had one last night with my buddy who just came back into town, and then I had one tonight. Yeah. You have other first... friends? Yeah, I know. Isn't it weird? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's hard to do now that I live in Ogden. Yeah. Cecily's actually pretty pissed at me because I mean, rightfully so. Because last night I stayed out till like one thirty in the morning with mm. my buddy, and uh, got home, woke her up, got to bed. She was she woke up this morning and she was kind of in a bad mood. I mean, not, not all wrong. Oh, by the way, sorry for sleeping in your guys' bed that one time. Oh, why? <laughs> don't don't be sorry. We we didn't specify. That was that was our bad. That was my bad, really. Like I should have told you. <laughs> like, but we were just like, oh well, Dallas is in that room. I guess we'll go in this room, and then you know you got woken up, and it solved itself. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, we also don't have that bed anymore. Oh really? Yeah, so you can't sleep at our house anymore, unfortunately. Well, I'm, I, I, you I know, mean, you could I guess per personally, I, I, I kind of felt bad about sleeping on your guys's bed, but I was more disgusted in the fact that I was sleeping in your fuck dojo. So <laughs> fuck dojo. <laughs> this is what I practice my fuck. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, so I was I was actually grateful to be woken up that hey, one time. If it makes you feel any better, that other bed was worse because not only have I had sex in that bed, but Cecily has had sex in that bed with other people. That was her so, bed. That was her bed prior to the bed we sleep in now. Oh, okay. So was, what makes it nice is the bed we sleep in now is only mine and Cecily's fuck dojo. That so so the the bed that you guys sequestered me to yeah. after I was woken up was probably worse because I I don't think that she was the only person having sex in that bed either. How do you know with the new mattress? You don't know what happens in those warehouses. Uh, I don't know. Well, because it was one of those ones that's rolled up. Well. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. I guess I still don't know. There, there's, you know, <laughs> like, it may have been that, rolled up, but there's 20 others out there. Yeah, they just hurt. like set them next to each other, so they just infect five beds at once. Just boop. Yeah. <laughs> have you shined a black light on it? <laughs> well, now it doesn't matter. Cause we'll check the underside. That thing would blow up like a <laughs> like a spotlight. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. know what else to say. <laughs> I think I still have a toothbrush at your guys' place. That's what that was? Ugh. I used it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I took it on vacation. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. I only used it like four or five times. Oh, so. okay. It's not a big deal. I'm not really worried about germs. Cecily's more worried about germs than I am. Also, probably because... The baby. The baby. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Uh... Yeah, because remember when I called you, I was on my way up there that one time. I was like, dude, I forgot to bring my toothbrush with me. Is there a place I could stop? Oh, yeah. This, yeah. I don't know Ogden that well still. I don't. Which is good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Probably I don't know, good man. Thing. It, might, it might be for my safety that I learn more about Ogden. You know, it's a good thing for Just my go, safety. Just don't go past, past 12th Street. I, I live past 12th Street. Well, well <laughs> that's settled. Actually, so the thing is, um, there are places in Ogden I shouldn't go. Like, Ces- there's a bar that's literally two blocks away from the bar we go to most of the time. And Cecily's like, no, we're not going there. It's called the Kokomo. The Kokomo. Kokomo. Is that the last two? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I'm good. I'm, I've got to Rit- slow down so I can drive home. Yeah, Richie's got to drive home. You can th- throw that one back in the fridge, okay. please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Caden. I feel bad, man. You've been doing a lot of talking this this round. Well, let me let me explain. I'm doing sober October. Yeah. So I've been sober, and it's been very hard for 12 days. <laughs> 12 whole days of sobriety. 12 days. <laughs> Sucks, dude. I can't go to work blazed out of my mind anymore. Oh. Dude, I don't give a fuck. Oh, it's all sober. Oh, my boss is listening. Right. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, no, he's doing everything. Yeah. Yep. Just, no, I prefer weed over alcohol personally, but it's what I hear from people who smoke it a lot. I used to smoke it a lot, but yeah, it, it's too strong now. It's too strong now. Yeah, I also just I I tainted my body. Apparently, this, so now that it's being legal, become legal in a lot of places. Apparently, yeah. it's happening more commonly. Right? People will just like smoke way too much. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it'll give them anxiety. Yeah. Smoke it. Yep. Well, okay. So THC levels when I came on the scene, which wasn't that long ago, maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. We're uh, at 15%, 16%. Now they're over 30. Yeah. So in in the 80s, it was in like 2%, 3%. Oh, yeah. They smoke they smoke ditch, ditch weed in the 30s. Like you could just smoke a joint for a while and be fine. And now now you have concentrates, dabs, uh, like all of this stuff. And it actually has psychoactive effects now. So if, you, if you're not prepared for it and you don't build up your tolerance to that point, 
like you you'll you'll fry yourself you'll get like anxious you'll get paranoid oh yeah so you know quit I, i've had a lot of people um some of my climbing partners patrick yeah. richie knows patrick yeah uh they want me to they want to get me to like smoke <laughs> it seems and, to be the thing yeah and i i think most of it's out of curiosity to how i'll react to yeah it. yeah um <clears throat> they also just want more people to like smoke with because yeah it's that's like fair i don't know if you've done any hallucinogens right i've I, honestly i like i'm gonna sound super boring outside of my like military career here um like i went to war and stuff but and that's probably the most exciting thing i've done not to say that that's not exciting but i have not done any weed coke LSD, shrooms, anything. I've never done anything. So some of those drugs you could do without in your life. That's fine, right? Uh, actually, all of them in all reality. But but uh, like hallucinogens, I think are super fun. I mean, I don't know how they. So I know I have another vet friend who was a medic. He was uh -huh. uh, he wasn't a marine medic. He was a um, uh, infantry medic. But he uh, he says that. As psilocybin mushrooms like really help him with his ptsd which i thought was kind of a interesting if he does it in a controlled environment like so it's not like stressful yeah i i mean i i was an infantry medic too but um just for the marines not the army right uh yeah i guess army medic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but i think anything psychoactive though before doing weed would kind of be scary i think personally i have a buddy who did uh who did mushrooms before he smoked weed really yeah i, I had a he liked it. i had a friend who did uh lsd for the first psychedelic mm -hmm. and they didn't even like what they just gave him a dripper and just dripped it jesus and Christ. here's the funny thing that's four hits in one drip it was given to him by a guy in the navy who does drug tests for the navy <laughs> And he has a lazy eye. <laughs> Wait, I don't think that's relevant. So he came back. He came back, and he had visual snow and heightened depression. And wow. the visual snow, like staticky vision all the time. Like you look up at the sky, you just see static. He has that the rest of his life. Fucking scary. Yeah, I, and he didn't like didn't measure it out. He's just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. And this is the kid. This is Chris, by the way. This is the uh, kid who hadn't even drank alcohol until he met me. Whoa. I gave him, I ordered him his first shot and I'm like, drink it. That's scary. That and Chris is a bitch. So, <laughs> so I mean, I always, I still, I still get visuals, right? You know, yeah. when I look, when you look at textured ceilings, right? Yeah. When I look at textured ceilings and if I look at it for long enough, they'll start to wave and move. Oh really? Yeah. Dude, I've had that without hallucinogens. Does okay. So maybe, maybe it's not a hallucinogen thing in that case. Because I always thought it might have been just because of I've taken drugs, and now that's what happens. Well, I'm hmm. wondering if I take drugs, if I'm just going to go completely off the fucking deep so end what, now. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder, though, because I don't know, I don't know how research – I've not done any research on hallucinogens, but I wonder if that's just emphasized when you're doing drugs, like you just notice it more, right? When you're doing hallucinogens. Well, that's what he says. That's what Caden says. Like heightens. Like, yeah. Like your, your awareness is different. Yeah. Um, exactly your whole perception changes yeah it i'll tell you though weed makes bad scary movies good like if you look if you watch a shitty scary movie sober and you're like oh this is shit and you watch it when you're high 
It's great. So I got so I took some edibles uh, like a little while ago and watched uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, that shit was weird. Was it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like I just could not help but focus on the fact that they're wearing makeup. Right. Yeah, you notice like ev- like yeah. HD TV or watch like news or something. You know, like you can see the makeup on their face. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is weird. This is fake. <laughs> yeah, this is totally fake. Like, you know, that's like, the same way I am. So yeah. I just couldn't like I couldn't get into the story because I couldn't help but noticing how fake everything was. Right. Was this and the it, first time you watched that show? No, I I've been watching it. Uh, like I caught up with Cecily so we could watch it together, and then we were watching it last season together, and I was just like couldn't get into it because it's like so dramatic. Right. right, and I'm high already, and I'm just like, mm. do you know how many oh, milligrams this? you took? No, because it was a homemade brownie. Okay, so I mean, nice. it was it was a range between. Did I it think, taste good? Uh, yeah. I mean, but all all edibles kind of have that little weedy taste to them. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, so I mean, like you, it tastes good, but it also kind of tastes like it tastes like there's kale in the brownies a little bit, like something I'm like out. that. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, it tastes it tastes a little strange. Yeah. But I'm out, dude. It's like otherwise, 50, otherwise, um, it tastes like a brownie with just a little kale in it, right? Fuck that, dude. And, nope. And nope. So, <laughs> you're not a fan of kale. <laughs> Nothing healthy for me. <laughs> no, I. So, but like, yeah, it was actually kale's not that healthy, but is it not? We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> I could get into the science. It's so boring, though. It's so boring. Yeah. Uh, right. So what, like 50 milligrams, 75 milligrams, somewhere? It was it was probably less than that. In okay. Reality. It was probably more like 30. To give you an idea, like, okay, so I took a 500 milligram edible before I watched Star Wars with Dallas. I almost had three fucking panic attacks. <laughs> Hunter was sitting next to me, and I was, like, rubbing his, his hair, and I'm Just like... Just to calm down. I was like, the fuzzy wall. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Life hands you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Yeah, it was like my hand was exploring the Amazon, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you look up at the... It was Rogue One, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) And I I actually tried to get his attention during the movie, and he, like, he didn't even realize I was talking. I thought you and Liz just knew I was just, like, on something. So I was like, just don't panic. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't so panic. For, for perspective, I have to do that almost every time I do any sort of like yeah. edibles or smoke weed or anything. Right? Yeah, that's that's how it's going to be after the um, sober the, October. Yeah, the tolerance break, and that's why I do trim now, which is like ten percent. Mm-hmm. It's like ten percent THC, which you can get at Colorado like thirty dollars an ounce. Oh yeah, easy. Cheap, yeah. really cheap, no and one it's wants it. it's strong. Yeah, exactly. It's really strong if you haven't had anything for a long time so if i go to colorado yes do trim so here's the thing also i've also learned recently it's cheaper uh i I don't know why i didn't know this before but it's cheaper on the black market everything yes oh of course dude you know so like uh my buddy told me we went to we went to california and if there's any police watching i did not do this but i (laughs) are listening i did not do this i uh i bought some stuff in reno proverbially yeah Potentially bought some stuff maybe in Reno and then brought it to him. Uh, also in Reno because if you transfer it over state lines, it's a federal crime. Mm. But um, <laughs> right. So so you stopped and you visited a buddy in Reno. Yes, and, and I brought him. Him. I brought him some stuff from the store. You know because yeah. it's legal there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was more expensive than if he had just like gone to his local dealer. Guy. Yeah. It depends where you're at. So in touristy. It- places so if you go to the edge of colorado really expensive if you go to denver since it's like eight and a half hours away the price drops dramatically same with oregon like deep within oh 
Portland, for instance, is cheap. Speaking of yeah. Colorado, hmm. do you want to be part of our fuckumentary? Uh, sure. You have a fuckumentary? Well, he agreed. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, he agreed before he found out what it was. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm of the philosophy I'll try anything twice. So, Except for butt uh, sex. When I, when I end on you or on another person? On me. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I've uh, already tried butt sex twice. It's not that great on another person. Okay. okay. <laughs> good. Good clarification. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want soda, Richie? No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, when my current semester of school ends, uh, Caden and I are gonna buy a couple of GoPros. And drive down to Colorado City, making a stop about every half hour to an hour, and interviewing people the closer we get. Mm-hmm. To Polygamyville. To Polygamyville. Colorado City? Yeah. yeah. Colorado City, Arizona. Yep. So I know. So I met someone in, in Ogden who just moved there from... Uh, from new york i think right and she, she like her and her cousin really want to go to colorado city and just save some save some girls like hurry get in the car <laughs> you know? dude she's welcome to come on the documentary that's with us, i'm dude. thinking i mean i'm i don't i don't have any way to contact her but if i see her again i'll be like hey my I friends are making a fuckumentary about you're, polygamy. <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome to come apparently if you go to colorado city though or any of those polygamy bills right you will there's a car that will follow you. That will follow you. Black trucks. White trucks. Yeah. Or whatever. Trucks. Like, we can use this. I can already see this. We're going to use this as the intro. We'll play some scary music over it as you're telling us this. <laughs> and then we'll like just have a video of like this truck Let's following us. Let's mark the time. Yeah. About 45 40, minutes. 43 to 45 minutes into whatever episode this is. Let me take a note on that. Um, And... Yeah, and and so uh, Caden and I, I don't know if Liz will join us, but we we just really want to go down. Apparently, they've got a subway down there. Yeah. Um, I want to check out the subway in Colorado City. So even like <laughs> even in like places that are kind of close to it, right? You can like in the Smiths by my house, right? There are people that just everyone knows. You can't talk to them. Girls will be walking around in like full dress. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You cannot. I went to a high school with a polygamous girl. Oh, nice. So I've like, talked to I've talked to some. Oh yeah. Just say I, I worked at St. George Best Buy, and that's the closest one. And all their husbands wanted Bluetooth headsets, mm-hmm. so they'd come in and uh, yeah, you'd have to talk to them. They have an accent, like they they have like a Southern accent, which is so interesting. Yeah. Because it, you know, well, Arizona. Well, I just want to ask one of them how Warren Jeffs is doing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So when I was when I was in high school, I went. I'll be to, strapped the whole time. Me as, too, as you should be. My me little too. sister, my little sister and her friends thought it would be a fun idea to go to the uh, Scientology place and get their thetan levels measured. Oh, and I went in there knowing full well that they don't like prescri- any kind of drugs, right? And I went in and asked for an aspirin because I have a headache. I got the dirtiest looks. I thought it was hilarious, but I got the dirtiest looks. Really? Oh yeah. Well, that could be another one. Oh, that was fun. I we mean, should do that too. That'd be a good one. Button pushing, you know, fuck you entry. There, there's one in Salt Lake. There's a yeah. There's Scientologist. That's the one. That's the, that's the one you went to. House. Yeah. Okay. We should do that. We should do that. Yeah. Just walk in and aspirin, aspirin. I looked into it for a while. It's a weird 
cult. Like they want you to pay $70 for their Bible. Then they send you all the books that the, but Thetan measurements are free. That's how I did see that. I did see like, it's the introductory thing where Mm -hmm. they sit, you hold the things and like they measure your purity or something like your energy, something. It's, it's kind of a, I wonder what they would, what their take on a Buddhist walking in would be. I don't know. They probably just try to convert you. It's like any other religion. They're just about getting money, right? Well, it seems like it's very similar to the Freemasons at the beginning. It's like about the community and like being a part of something. And then you it, watch Leah Remini's uh, or whatever her name is, uh, exposés, and you're like, fuck, dude, that looks like it sucks. Yeah, yeah, and then they slowly seep it in, and before you know it, you're at like child sex parties or something <laughs> on Epstein <laughs> Islands. Yeah, not anymore. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Epstein's not around no more. I think he is. You I do? He, uh, yeah. Really? I think he's so rich and powerful. I think they just killed a homeless guy and then flew him out somewhere. Yeah, that's possible, actually. <laughs> was he... Wait, so was it supposedly suicide or... Supposedly. That's what they said. Okay. I'm going to go take a piss. I mean, yeah. The like, And that's the thing about that. Like, Once you're exposed for being that kind of person... Yeah. If... I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to say. Like, it's if it's if it's true, right? Yeah. You'll probably not want to live anymore. Yeah. If it's false, you'll probably not want to live anymore. Right. So how do you know at that point? I mean, I yeah, I, I still fully believe. Yeah, that's totally true. There's way too much, too many accounts. But he, uh, there's now there's enough info out, and it's been so suppressed. Like, notice how no one's talking about it anymore. Yeah. Like, it just kind of fell off. A lot of people think he was working for Israel. Is this because you know how our our country always kisses up to Israel? Like yeah. we're always like, there is theory that he was the guy they would fund him money. He would get all of these private people onto his jet, just kind of as a fun thing. Get him to his island. They had cameras set up everywhere, so he could get dirt on all of these whole high profile people, mm-hmm. and then the Israeli government could have politicians do things. Or else type of thing. Yeah. And there's been a lot of things where uh, it's pointed to, to looking like something like that. Because, um, I mean, he's consulted Elon Musk. He's consulted Bill Gates. He's consulted... And these guys don't seem like people that would get involved in that. Yeah. But when you meet a rich guy and he seems cool and then he's like, oh, come on my private jet. We'll talk more. And then you get to the island and you're surrounded in that environment. It's like anything, right? You go to a party... If you go to a party and you're like, I'm not going to drink, and then everyone's drinking there, you're like, okay, like, it's at least like at least it turns into something that seems acceptable. Yeah, that exactly. just means you lack self control, right? Or your your morals are not as strong as you know you think they are. But at the same time, I don't know. I think he was working for Israeli government. That's my thing. I Epstein? think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. I have no, I have no evidence to the contrary. I don't know. But um, yeah, off off the pedophile list. Um, yeah, Fuck, I, don't know. I got the hiccups. Cecily, Cecily just found out one of her ex boyfriends uh was looking at pedophile porn. It's very. There's more of them than we think. Yeah. So Where po- does this guy live? Don't worry about it. I'm actually not even gonna say his name. The fact that I said Cecily is probably a bad thing. <laughs> Not a lot of Cecilys out there, but um, again, I ask, where but, does he live? But I mean, 
So, okay. We got a loaded gun, guys. <laughs> no, but uh, the uh, the the thing like uh, no one no one saw it coming, right? And he's like, yeah. What makes it really rough is that it's like no one saw it coming. No one expected it from this person. Yeah. Right. And and uh, I mean, fuck, like he dated women that were of legal age and like he he has a family and a lot of friends yeah and he was just ostracized and it made me really think like she she threw up when she found out about it like really straight up vomited yeah because it's just so shocking and it's like and it's one of those things like how what how, what would you do what, was you, it an ex or was it just a friend in an, general an ex but they were really close it was like okay. one of her only exes that was like really close still talked to yeah. and stuff like that and it was like and it was uh and like he was just really well known and really like well liked right? yeah and it made me really think like what if i found out one of my oldest friends was a pedophile dallas and i talked about this like how many people do you shake hands with every day like that yeah does just terrible like, shit yeah like you never know. Yeah, I mean, as far as yeah, as far as we know, he was just looking at the porn, but that's bad enough, you know. That's inspired. Like, firstly, that's like um, helping the community grow. I guess you could say, right? Yeah. Which is a bad thing. And then also, it's. I mean, who knows how much further it could have gone, right? So, you know, and uh, there's he's still being investigated by the FBI, so it's not really public whether or not he's actually guilty of it. Yeah. Right? But still, like. <laughs> I uh sorry guys no worries I dated a girl for a little bit who turned into an escort and she has stories about like rich people and the the fetishes they're into and Hmm. it gets it gets bad the the more wealthy like communities you get in because you think about it like you can have sex with any woman that you want right yeah over and over and over thousands it's not exciting anymore. Yeah. Then they're like, okay, what's exciting now? And we talked about, what did we talk about? Snuff films and oh yeah, Australia. Like, yeah, there's so much shit that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's made exciting. The, like the taboo side of it makes it exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. For that's, sure. That's terrifying. Really. To think that's part of the world. Some people's nature. You know? Yeah. And I don't know who knows. And like, who knows what, how we'd re- we would react. Right, at a, on a small example, like uh, Tiger Woods, right? Yeah, he just like got really famous, and then was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna start fucking people." Everybody yeah. just gonna start doing it. Yeah, you know, and I mean, turned out to be pretty uh, not good guy, I guess you could say. But yeah, it's a small example because it's not like it's not like he was fucking children or Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Like if you watch House of Cards. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Apparently, that's how he actually was from talking to people, like from from them interviewing people that knew him. He was actually that way. Wow. He was actually Frank Underwood. So like no, no wonder he was so good as like at that role. Exactly. Yeah. He he was loved by the public, uh, but he had a very very powerful stake in Hollywood. Hmm. So. Well, damn. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, I was starting to feel uncomfortable. That makes sense, though. This thing is really strong. What? Like, just, like, physically uncomfortable. I think it's the... They last about 20 minutes here. It makes sense. Stimulants will do that. Yeah. I was starting to wonder. I was like, I don't want to feel so... Jittery. Jittery and out of my skin. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um... Yeah. Spooky. Yeah, I hate those kind of... That's what I want to do long-term. I want to go after, like, shit like that. 
Yeah. I mean, I want to clean up our environment as much of a nihilist. I, I just actually had a long conversation with my buddy last night. That's why I lost track of time. But uh, uh, I had the kind of a nihilistic conversation with him about how envir- exhausting. Like, environmental shit really only affects humanity. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. As far as like, as far as we're concerned, I mean, it does affect other like mammals, right? But but when you think about it on a large scale, like on a large enough time scale, right? We go through fluctuations of environmental change that are just like extreme. Yeah. You know, huge. Yeah. And it's also, um, and we have huge die-offs of species, and we have huge like, uh, you know, like I don't know, environmental changes in general. And it really just affects the species that are alive at the time. Correct. So who's to say that this environmental change is necessarily a bad thing on a large scale? That's the nihilistic like conversation we were having. But I still want to fix up the environment. I just have to acknowledge the fact that it's a humanitarian effort, not necessarily. There's there's well, big problems. Well, and yeah. there's a difference between it being like, yes, there's like mass extinction events that ha- have happened in the past. But none of them were caused by the creatures living on the surface of the earth at the time. Uh, that's not true, actually. There, um, there were microbes that uh, hyper-oxygenated the atmosphere like okay. back in the day, you know, which cooled everything down significantly, right? Which uh, ultimately caused the world to freeze. The Ice Age. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Yeah, there's hmm. mul- there's been multiple ice ages. Like Snowball Earth theory is what what this is. Okay. And, and then it caused, but then that. See, this is out of my wheelhouse. So yeah, I'm interested in it. Like, so it, it's it's kind of like a strange thing, but yeah, like microbes really do. Like microbes, not only not microbes, but creatures on this planet really do affect the atmospheric like conditions or the or just the environmental conditions in general, right? I mean, and to say that human beings are the first ones to do this is kind of wrong, right? It's just the okay. way that we're doing it is kind of different. I, yeah. Would you say it's more accelerated? Um, no, not really. I, I think the biggest things I'm concerned about, clean air, clean water, less litter everywhere, and cleaner oceans. Yeah. Those things I think anyone could get behind. But when I have celebrities telling me like, Oh, we need to do this by this time or everything's going to change. And then after the speech, I'm going to fly my private jet somewhere or this, this Greta chick, like she's cool, whatever, whatever you think about it, whatever. I, I actually like her because she's really standing behind what she says. She is, but she also has a yacht. That's wind powered. Is it wind powered? Yes. Okay. Well... That's fine. Um, when she did her speech in the UN, she sailed there. Okay. Um, and that's fine. But especially like when you have guys like Harrison Ford or um, Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, we need to give up all the... And he has this Hummer H1 that he still drives around. Mm-hmm. He has a tank that he drives around. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Arnie. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Hip- hypocrisy, man. It's a very common thing. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, 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 I call myself an environmentalist, but I still drove, like, 50 minutes to get here. Right? Yeah. Well, even then, like, if you were a rich, powerful, successful person, and somebody offers you $200 million just to say talking points, you're going to do it. Yeah. Like, no matter what. 
because you're just going to talk, right? Like, but I'm not saying there's not problems. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now because I am true to my word to a fault. I've lost jobs over this. Yeah. If that happens to me, I will not. Yeah. yeah. You will not say anything you don't actually believe or practice, right? Correct. Yeah. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm the same way. And I try, but that's the thing. Like, I'm still a hypocrite. Because, like, yeah, I say, I talk about, like, oh, how we need to reduce emissions, right? But then I still you drive drove my car. here. Yeah, yeah, I drove here, right? Yeah, I think about that a lot, too, myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I mean, and it's almost at this point we can't really avoid it because uh, even if we got a full electric, if, even if I got a full electric car, right, the carbon footprint of that full electric car is still as high as a normal gasoline engine. Right. Because of the charging stations and No, because of the batteries that go into the car, the manufacturing mm-hmm. process that goes into the car. Yeah. Right. And the charging stations on top of that. Yeah. The, Electricity the, doesn't come from magic, right? It's it's yeah. yeah, that's true. And I've I've seen lithium um open pit mines. Yeah. And they're Well they don't yeah, and they don't they're, have, they're like Kennecott. Yeah. And they and they still spew a lot of emissions to pull these out of the ground, right? So, and they are, there are rare earth metals that we're using for these batteries that are, you know, rare to the earth. That's why they're called what they're called. Right. right? So we're still kind of like, it's, it's still. So horse and buggy, would that be the way to go? Yeah. It would just slow down. The horse flatulence would cause too much. That would be. See, there you go. And ultimately, what me and my buddy came to so last just night. just walking everywhere. So yep. what ultimately, what me and my buddy came to last night, and what I always come to in these conversations is that our population is just way too high. Yeah. You know, and it's growing. We need to cull the herd. And that's and that's going to happen most Not definitely. with your kid, though. Well, it's going to happen most definitely regardless of what generation we're in, right? You heard of the solar panels. It was an Idaho company that developed these little hex plates to replace roads. And they were solar. They would amplify solar uh, light and also friction. So cars would drive over them. It would charge the car as well as put energy back into the grid from the friction of the tires. Mm-hmm. It got bought by Warren Buffett and shut down. Yeah. That happens too. That happens all the time. Like there's a, there's a tire that was has a honeycomb shape, right? Uh-huh. So the tire itself... The run does, flats. Yeah. Essentially, they run flats, right? But they're like, you know, open to the air tires, right? But they also last, like, it was some ridiculous amount more. I don't remember exactly. But it they lasted way more. And they were bought by, like, Michelin or one of the big tire companies and then shelled. You know? The patent. This, huh. That sort of thing happens all the time because they don't want tires that last longer. Yeah. Our society is built... Money. Yeah. The society is built off engineered obsolescence. Essentially. Yeah. But it's funny because these guys are the same ones who fund the push for climate change. Like, oh, like California, for example, how they wanted to pass that law where they're like, every car has to have over 55 miles to the gallon. Yeah. That's great on paper, but what about all the people that can't afford to get a car? Or, uh, you know, how much money did the car industry pay for them to say that so that everyone has to buy a new car within 10 years? Yeah. It's like, it's... I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying that the information is so it's, everywhere. Well, and that's and that it, it's it's not fair to everybody because we don't we're not fully educated. Can, can I step in? Yeah, for a second. Uh, so when it comes to vehicles, uh, specifically, um, most people tend to change out their vehicles every three years. Yeah, that's ninety percent of the 
American population. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, how many? How many are like millennials though? Like your first couple cars, did you pay twenty thousand dollars for them, or was it like a thousand dollar used car, couple thousand dollar here? Yeah. Like that's the problem I see is the young kids who have the tech jobs that are driving the economy in the first place right now. Like that's great if if somebody can you know afford a fifty thousand dollar Audi that's that's powered by electricity, but they're doing like pencil pushing jobs at at the higher levels. Like I'm saying for the young kids who need a car to get to their first job or whatever, like what do we do about them? Expand public transportation. Could do that. Yeah. Why aren't like why aren't all UTA powered off of electricity? Like that could be feasible, right? Right. I they mean, do it in Eastern Europe, actually. Um, yeah. There's uh, actually the buses that are in San Francisco. You know how the bus system down there, you know how they have those the lines? Tran- like the tran- like on the streets, the buses? Yeah. Like there's a lot they of have them. lines. They have lines that are connected to like weird things that are sliding along yeah. like, the buses. That's, that's electric powered buses. That's how Eastern Europe is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like the track system is very similar, right? They have the lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... The buses, they, that can't be good, right? And then all the construction we do. We've talked about this. Putting bricks instead of asphalt. Bricks last way longer. Why not just do that once? Uh, uh, well, I mean, they're also... I don't know, actually. Or I don't know stones. About, I know enough about that to be dangerous. I don't really know enough, uh, anything about that. I don't think but, anyone does. Like, I think we're all in just this vacuum of like trying to solve a problem that could be solved, but people with money... REM baby. So REM. So that's my. That's also my. That's also my. Uh, um, what's it Kate. called? Here, you can have the rest of mine actually. Oh, um, I'm not gonna finish this one. Spasiba. Uh, but um, I'm actually gonna go to the bathroom. My next point is that I don't agree with conspiracy theories because they they assume that human beings are way smarter and way like orchestrate way more than they can. Right. When I in think all reality, true. most things are true. really just unintended consequences from wanting to make a profit i think so. i could i could agree with that on some scale one thing though i mean when they were testing syphilis right mm-hmm. the tuskegee like, studies yeah yeah where they were giving you know minority i think there are certain there's a small percentage of people that are very organized i'm not saying there's this this huge thing that's organized but i think there are a group that are organized enough to have compartmental gears moving at the same time right but that's also still giving that small percentage of people too much credit because i don't think their goal is to control humanity in the way that like oh yeah we're we're just going to control humanity to do what we want it's more like for instance you go to mcdonald's and you buy a burger and that burger is addictive yeah they want that because it gets more people to buy those burgers it's not to control humanity to buy their burgers right yeah you know, they, for sure, it's, it's just like one of those things. It's a it's a developmental thing, right? They developed something that made it so more people bought that burger, so more people adopted that, and then now it's just kind of blown out of control, and we have these unintended consequences. Yeah. So that's what I think is happening. It's not necessarily people are like, "Ooh, this is what I'm going to do with the, my life goal is to control everything in humanity." They're just like, "Oh no, we made this, and it's really fucking useful. Let's just make more of them." Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, no, I, I see your point. Yeah. For sure. Go That's, take a piss, Richie. Uh, yeah, it's... Go take a piss. Go for it. We'll be here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of info out there. There's a shit ton of info. That's the problem. There's too much. No, I, I disagree. It's... 
The amount of information is not the problem. It's the ability to process and understand it. Or find it. Yeah, that too. Like to, uh, uh, what is it called? Fuck, dude. I'm too, I'm, I'm a little too off kilter to. That's all right. It's a cheap shot discussion. Um, but like basically, uh, to track down the information and think about it and process it in a way that's useful yeah is also a problem like like so tracking down the information is a problem i mean in in my opinion you can't have too much information as long as you have those critical thinking skills and know what it is you're investigating like you should be able to formulate a, a good opinion or hypothesis on the yeah i agree on on the subject material right so yeah um that's where i think conflicting info has a problem because i think if you're conflicting info all the time you can't have a well-educated because i don't know i can get i could find an issue and find two separate sides to it and then try to make a hypothesis for myself but if it's conflicting all of the time like i don't know like, I can honestly sit here and say, like, I don't fucking know. I, I would sit there in politics and be like, well, this person's right and this side's right. And, and then you're like, well, wait, is it all fucking bullshit? Like, it, it's... I think that's where your own personal critical thinking ability comes into play. Yeah. However, I'm looking at the time. And I know we paid for more time. We can go up we to ju- three hours. Should we just keep rolling? Yeah, let's just keep Fuck going. Fuck it. Okay. Hug it, jug it, football. Um, yeah, no, no, and and that's what I'm saying is like your own personal understanding of, of like knowing what you know, yeah, and knowing what you don't know, right, and the like reputation of the sources of the information that you're getting, yeah, and like all of that has to come into play if you're going to advance your knowledge on a certain subject. Right. Right. So, like, I have to write this paper on, in, in English on something, you know, mm-hmm. like, pick pick my topic. And I picked my topic and I wrote, I, I wrote about um, how the push for four-year degrees is causing a skilled labor shortage in America. Yeah. Um, but the, like... What I know about that subject is very little, so mm-hmm. I'm relying on other sources. So the sources I'm going to reach out to in order to learn more yeah. about that topic are going to be very reputable people. Right. Um, one of my sources is Cornell University. Yeah. You know, like, so, I, I mean, like, uh, it, it's just a matter of being able to do that type of critical thinking for yourself and... Um, run down the information and the thought process yourself. You you can't take everything at face value. You have to be willing to dig. Yeah, absolutely. And I think not enough people have the initiative to. They right. just want to be told something. Yeah, like you, you have these like coffee table or coffee shop discussions and somebody's like, well, let me just Google the answer really quick. And it's like, right. how do you know that's the correct answer? Well, it's like milk, right? That was That was spread... Like milk is amazing milk. for you. It's yeah. the best thing ever Got for milk. you. Got and milk. it was spread 
through people, like people that you trusted before the internet would say like drink milk, milk, lots of milk. It makes your bones healthy. And that was just a staple. Yeah. And, and, um, I mean, it's been known for a while, even before this milk movement that happened in the late nineties, early two thousands. But, uh, you, you put too much calcium on board causes heart arrhythmias. Mm. It causes like muscle weakness. It caught like, you know, it, there's adverse effects to having too much calcium in the system. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, it's great for your bones, but so is phosphorus. Right. And there's an inverse correlation between calcium and phosphorus. Too much calcium equals too little phosphorus and vice versa. Right. So, um, like it, it, it really is like you have to balance that knowledge with something else and, yeah. and like, okay, yeah, calcium is great for your bones. Yeah. So is phosphorus. Right. And one diminishes the other. Yeah. So what you really need is a balance is a balance. Right. Not, well, only, not only that, but I'll, I'll interject. By the way, Go I'm back. It. <laughs> Welcome back. <Archie. laughs> so, but calcium is far more common on the planet than phosphorus is as well. Yeah. And I'm, I'm speaking from the point of the human body. I'm not speaking from the planet, but right. But I mean like our sources of phosphorus are very low. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we're using them. We're using our uh, our phosphorus phosphorus resources poorly. Right. We use them a lot in uh, um, agricultural systems. Right. As like you know, really? added, yeah, added uh, added uh, nutrients to soils. Right. But a lot of it gets run off. Okay. Like in, because we just like spray which is and how pray. we get the salt and sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like spray and pray. That's what we do with our agricultural systems a lot. We just like throw a bunch of nutrients over there, and then a lot of it, like some of it, gets absorbed, but most of it just kind of gets run off. Yeah, and if you guys don't know about the Salton Sea, um, <clears throat> it was actually a reservoir in California that was started, um, I think, back in the fifties or sixties, and it was a very flourishing environment. Mm-hmm. But all the agricultural runoff. Mm-hmm killed all wildlife in in that body of water well yeah and you know how that works right Uh -uh. it promotes these algal blooms right well the one way that it works is that it promotes these algal blooms right and this algae will take over this environment which is great for the algae right it'll uh right like it you know it's very like it, it grows really fast and really well right because it has all the nutrients it needs Correct. and then the animals for a little while are you know have plenty of food sources if they can eat this algae right right but then it'll die right and in the process of it decomposing it will suck out all the oxygen from the from the water right and that decomposition like sucking out ox- oxygen will make it um uh uh, come on, what's it called? It just makes it have no oxygen, so nothing can breathe. And then it's they toxic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And or I mean, there's toxic it, algae as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you go to the Salton Sea, mm-hmm. and you you can see birds um, on the edges of this uh, reservoir in California, and uh, 
they're complete skeletons. Like they land in the water and they take like a couple drinks and they're fucking done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, same with fish. Fish that run downstream towards this body of water. Mm-hmm. They hit the body of water. They die. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, and you know, the Salton Sea back when it first showed up was like this huge deal. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. You can pull up uh, recreation videos of it back in the day. Like people were like water skiing in it. It was like a huge fishing boom mm-hmm. and all this. And now the only thing around it that has any life is Slab City, which is the last lawless place in America. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> it's a community of renegades that don't even have a policing system. Oh God, that's awesome. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, they designed towns around this Salton Sea, and it got toxic so fast from agricultural runoff that, like, basically any plan they made was null and void. Yeah, and I mean... California City, California is probably the closest thing you're going to find, and that's a dying town. Oh, I thought it was already dead. I thought it was something that didn't even really get started. It didn't really fully get started, but there are people that still live there. Oh, no shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's I don't know. It's and that's the thing, like these these things affect us uh you know, inadvertently. Yeah. And um that's kind of the biggest problem is like it's another thing of unintended unintended consequences, right? It comes back to that. And uh because we're also uh, it has to do with our capitalistic system, right? It's built on unimpeded growth right if yeah. it doesn't grow constantly right then there's a, a problem. problem yeah so it, it kind of falls apart but Correct. un like but there's no there's no such thing there is a ceiling like it can't grow forever because there's limiting factors external limiting factors that make it so it can't grow forever so like Correct. we like eventually it's either it's we're gonna either grow ourselves to death right or we're gonna stop and then that's gonna collapse or economic system is going to collapse and then our society around it will start to fall apart as well. Unless there's some sort of solution that I'm not aware of, you know? So we're kind of between a rock and a hard place on that. Let it happen. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm of, I'm of that opinion as well. I, you know, Even though I'm, tr- I, I would like avidly try to stop, uh, impending disaster. I'm still kind of like, yeah, it might not be a bad thing. You, you know, so I, I've thought a lot about like just the collapse of civilization in general, mm-hmm. uh, economic or otherwise. And when it really comes down to it, if I have to eat and you have to eat, one of us is eating. The other <laughs> is not. Yeah. Like if there's only enough food for one person, there's only enough food for one person. Yeah. You know, there's, and I, I will, I will split food with my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, because that's until until the day I die. Yeah. But if it's between her and I eating half a portion versus you eating a full portion, or you and yours eating a half portion, mm-hmm. either I'm walking away or you're walking away. Right. And it sounds fucking archaic in most people's minds to think that way, but, but that's the that's the mentality that ultimately is going to survive, right? Because that's the mentality that does survive. Yes. 
you know. Yeah, there, there's no negotiating one. There's limited resources. Right. If if there's one gallon of drinkable water, and I need one gallon of drinkable water, and you need one gallon of drinkable water, well, I'm going to fucking take that from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, yeah. It's part of it's part of why people hoard wealth too. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. hoarding they're not hoarding wealth because they say fuck everyone else. They are, but the it's it's because it's just built into them, you know. Yeah, it, it it's a, it's a way to survive. It's a way to survive. Like uh, until the financial system completely collapses, you're going to be able to use that to your advantage. Exactly. Just like you and your ability to hunt. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That's why I'm hoping if anything were to turn south rapidly, I could team up with you. You could do the hunting and I'll just fucking slay bodies. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Have you <laughs> like, read the have you read the book Dog Stars? Uh-uh. Oh my god. That pretty much sums up that book, right? I okay. mean, kind of. Like there's it, it's it, there's the story's a lot deeper than that, but essentially society collapsed because of uh diseases, right? And then, you know, it just kind of Which fell is, apart. By the game we played, more, uh, more likely to happen than not. It's really hard to stop diseases from doing that. Yeah, but um, like yeah, so um, uh, but it's the story kind of revolves around um, th- these two guys, right? And um, one guy, he's not really a pacifist, but he's also he doesn't like killing people. He's not really like, you know, it's not his thing. And then his partner. Who kind of just like took him on because you know it's nice. It survival works better with more people, you know, right? That have more useful skills as a team, and so. But this guy is like fucking can kill anything from a mile away, you know, like easy, like right. uh, He just knows how to do it, right? Well, the well the guy, the main character is like he's kind of he hunts and he you know he does other things to help them survive. He flies a Cessna, which is a big thing. He knows how to fly a Cessna. And so he like he does surveys the land around there. He goes and picks up food from certain places. He goes and hunts, you know. Right. And so that's how they survive in this in this like post apocalyptic wasteland. And it's a really good book. I recommend it. What is it called again? Dog Stars. Dog Stars. Mm-hmm. Let me see if it's on Audible. Oh, it probably is. Cause I have an Audible membership, and. I use it constantly because I'm up driving in the middle of the night to clinicals and whatnot. Yeah, but I was reading that book, and actually, it was it was kind of funny. The guy who like is the brutal survivalist dude, right, in the book, he kind of reminded me a little bit of you. I was like, hmm, this kind of seems like a Dallas character, you know? No bullshit, like <laughs> we'll fucking kill anyone who gets in his way, sort of thing. He's actually just like way brutal, like he just yeah, that one, the blue one. The blue one? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a great book. So this is a book with the... Uh, it's made written by Peter Heller. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, the cover of it is just the name with a rough constellation of a dog on it. And uh, the a Cessna plane on it, too, yeah. I don't see the... Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a great book. 10 hours, 41 minutes on the listen on uh, Audible. I don't know how it would read on Audible because it's re- it's uh, written like a continuous train of thought. The way it's written is really interesting. Um, it's It really depends on who they got to, to read it. Yeah. If they got the author to read it, it might be good. Yeah. Cause it's, Those it's, are always good. It's, it's written so strangely, right? Like 
he'll just like just start it's like you're sitting in a car and you're thinking about something right and it just kind of like flows that's yeah. how that book is okay yeah so like the other books i've listened to um uh it's narrated by mark deakins um four out of five stars mm-hmm. okay uh but the the other books i've listened to one of my favorite series is the um greta helsing novels by uh what's her name let's see vivian shaw they're narrated by somebody else i gotta go here pretty soon okay we can wrap it and um she uh uh, the the narrator does I think better than the author probably would do. Okay. Narrating, so it, I I think it's really finding the right person to narrate on the audiobooks. I, yeah, for I agree. Sure. I've definitely skipped over audiobooks because of uh, the narrator being bad, and in some cases I just like fuck it, I'll read the book myself, and I do. But you know, like the there's a lot of books that they just do a really good job. Of, yeah. Like narrating. Yeah, and I I use Audible. I use my credit every month, and yeah, I you know I don't I I used to, I don't anymore because I can't afford month to month payments. That's fine. My yeah. my rock climbing gym membership's on hold right now because I can't afford it, sort of thing. Mine too. <gasps> Shit. Yeah, bummer. I know. Well, we'll we'll hit on this one last. Set. I want to get both of your guys' opinions on this because right. it it relates into survival because it very could very well could be coming pretty soon, right? Um, and without we won't get into politics. Obviously, I fucking hate talking about politics yeah, on podcasts. So I'll just paint it this way: China right now. Okay, okay? there is. A lot of evidence pointing to China owning big shares in a lot of companies in the United States. Yeah. At any moment, they could sell all of these shares and plummet our stock market. Now, the big telltale sign, I don't know if you guys have seen what's been going on with the NBA. The NBA, the NBA talks mad shit on China. China's like, we're pulling all of NBA shows unless all the players publicly apologize. Oh, shit. So all of these players now have to go on TV and are like... We're so sorry to China. We love everything you stand for. We love China. Yeah, and they they had a few um, Houston Rockets gyms there, and all the logos have been painted over within yeah. 24 hours. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking crazy. So if that's the case, and China could sell all of these stocks and plummet our stock market, that could send us into a depression where survival would be a thing. What are you, so, what are you guys' thoughts on it? So I have... Uh, Two trains of thoughts on that, actually. I've so, got a thousand rounds. Firstly, firstly, the this has been a thing for a long time. Yeah. China uh, has always owned a lot. I mean, they they control a lot of U.S. dollar, even right, yeah. which is stock in our country. And they, it's always been a big thing. It's been a big thing for you know going on thirty years, you know. And yeah, it's, since we started using China for our manufacturing process, yeah. Their economy has been booming about that, which right. is great for them. It's mm-hmm. great for their country. Correct. And because of that, it's not wholly likely because their economy is based on export- exporting, right? Yep. And the biggest ex- biggest place that they export to is the United States. Right. It's not very likely that anytime soon, China will do that, right? They might yep. do it here and there to control certain certain things, right? right. Like the NBA, for instance. Yeah. 
And uh, ultimately, we just need to, we need to, as a country, get a foothold ourselves that doesn't rely so heavily on China. Totally agree. Like n- another one's Netflix, another one's Blizzard Games, mm-hmm. World yeah. of Warcraft. Yeah. Yep. Like yeah. they, if they decide like we're not going to support the United States as far as you know letting our country consume your products, that mm-hmm. could devastate us too. Yeah. Not, well, not they've so already the, done that with the tariffs. Mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah. of, that's what the whole point of the tariffs are, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of farmers in the United States that started manufacturing soybeans based off of trade with China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're growing soybeans that aren't being consumed because of the tariffs. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're use they're literally like farmer by farmer is literally losing hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. It's it's a complicated thing, and they're they. I feel like not to get too deep into politics. I feel like they could. Uh, they realize that they could take over the United States just by manpower alone, right? Yeah. But there's no point in doing that because it would be detrimental to like all society. Or yeah. they could take over the United States economically. They're right? they're sm- yeah they're smarter than. Yeah. brute force i yeah. think the exactly. brute force aspect would be very unlike i mean it and it, it could happen but it'd be very inefficient yeah yeah and i i don't i don't know for certain that their goal is necessarily to take over the united states no no i think it's just to kind of bring leverage us to heal. yeah it's leverage it's leverage it's leverage on our country because i mean yeah realistically between you and i how many people could we arm 30 oh yeah easily oh yeah yeah like i mean i've got i've got enough ammunition and guns for for at least 15 people china's yeah. crazy and they're, i'm the same way their standing army is bigger than nato's army yeah which is crazy mm-hmm. like that's nuts well, and not only that but they don't spend nearly as much as re- on research and development as we do because they just get our plans right after we like you know we build something and once we declassify equipment they yeah. get our plans and they're like you know, okay, we'll just build these for cheap. Right. That's that's my big... That's the conspiracy I love is the Google one, right? Mm-hmm. Google working with the Chinese government. Oh, yeah. Supplying money because they directly work with... Yeah. They yeah. directly work with each other. They refuse to work K- with K- the United a States. huge conspiracy guy. I know. That's I why I brought up earlier my, my thought on conspiracy theories. I am. Uh, <laughs> mostly because data is the most important thing. Like mm-hmm. data is... In, in the current state, the data... Uh, industry is far far more valuable than the oil industry is right. absolutely um so whoever controls the data controls everything right. so when i see and the only reason i got really deep into it is seeing what the chinese are doing um to control their population as far as data mm-hmm. data collection face tracking software their social score that they've rolled out mm-hmm. that scares the shit out of me that's right. what i don't want here it's it, you know it scares a lot of people I mean, yeah. everyone, everyone in this country really you should be a little concerned about that sort of concept, I think, because that or we can just rise up. Well, I mean, but the rising up thing, like how, how effective is that necessarily? Right. Because we're, we're talking about rising up against a, um, a country that has a huge standing army and really can tank our economy. So if we just stop altogether trading with China, they will tank our country. Right, because then there's no point. Like we have to, we have to kind of keep uh, a civil, a civil tongue about it. But like that's what they've been doing this whole time, right? 
They didn't want us to rise up against them, so that's why they didn't. Uh, they they because it would be detrimental. It would to be them. detrimental to them as well, right? And their economy hugely, right? Yeah. But if we just stop trade altogether with China, right? Then there's no detriment. Then then what's what's the point of working with us anymore? And what's the point of keeping us afloat? You know. I'll say this right now: I will not publicly apologize to China for talking mad shit today. No. I won't do no. it. No, no, I yeah. won't either. No. I, I am free. I am an American. I've gone to war for this, and I will go to war again. Yeah, and not bound to the commies, damn it. And I, I mean, I'm not gonna. Not, at the risk of sounding extremely southern and racist, like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if I said these anything, colors don't run. If I said anything that was wrong, blatantly <laughs> wrong. Maybe I'll apologize for it, but I'm not going to apologize for anything that I said that isn't necessarily true. Exactly. You know. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I've been willing to die before, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah you know, I yeah. I can agree with that. I, I, I I'd stand up for my ability or for my, um, I guess, right to say these things. For sure. You know. That's the most important thing. As long as as long as I'm saying things that are true. I don't believe in saying things that are false just to get hype out of it. Right. That's the only way to move things forward is to talk. Yeah, like, exactly. Totally. Couldn't agree more. Um well with that said, guys, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. All Richie right. has to go home to his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, I, she's already upset. Make so. sure you take this card with you. I will, and I will show it to her and see what she how she reacts. Just don't let her tear it up, please. I won't. <laughs> And I'll leave you with this. The Yankees beat the shit out of the Astros today. So <laughs> there you guys go. So it's looking like the Yankees and possibly the Nationals in the well, World Well, they got to win two more games, but Yanks got 7-0 today against what the Astros. Shut out, huh? Yeah. So nice. there it is, guys. Thank you, Richie, for coming on. All You're always time. welcome back. It's great. And uh, we're only 50 minutes away. Yeah. yeah. This thanks. has been. <laughs> thanks for having me. This has been the Cheap Shot Discussions. Signing, Signing off. off.